0: And we are back with the Afterwatch. We're watching Demon Slayer Season 1, Episode 4, Final Selection. I'm Tim. This is Ashley. And that's right. We're talking about Demon Slayer. And we're going to continue to talk about it. So if you haven't already, subscribe and let other people know that we're going through not only the show, but we'll probably cover the film and everything else coming out after that. If you do have any kind words... For us, we'd appreciate those over there on the Apple Podcasts or Audible. You could leave us a review, and um, if you have any questions, fictional questions at gmail dot com is how you reach us. Anyway, what do you think of this episode?
1: I actually really love this one. I think the battle between him and the big like big deformed the hand yeah the the hand demon or whatever they call it because he's got
0: hands yeah because he even
1: has a hand mouth very odd (laughs) i was like well i
0: think what's going (laughs) on with that is he's covering his neck i think that's what that's part of it like if he keeps putting a lot of mass Uh, around where they are going to slash because he knows how (laughs) he you know how what his weakness would be right Mm -hmm. so i think that's part of it that's right. Yeah, that's the big demon at the end there. Well, we, I guess we can get get through it, but there's a lot that happens leading up to
1: that. Oh, when he like arrives at the um tr- at the uh, the tournament and like these two random girls walk out. Is that the one? Is that, <laughs> yeah? These two well, little creepy girls come out. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I, I love those little girls. They're like little demonic twins. It was so yeah, cute. with they different were, color like, scary. hair. Yeah, they're like. I don't know. They were really interesting characters. I Actually, really like them.
0: They yeah, kind of remind seen more me of, of
1: like. I, oh, really?
0: They're little dolls, almost, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, because like of what happens in like the next one, kind of like what, you know what I'm talking about. Like, when yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Get I was there. just like, what the heck? Uh, but actually, but yeah. <laughs> this,
0: this episode starts before all that. It starts with because the last that we saw at the end of the the other episode was him cutting through the boulder. So. It actually kind of replays that fight between Sabito oh, and, yeah.
1: I know, and him. Like when I went to go actually I was got I got confused on Netflix cuz when I was like I thought it was like Netflix didn't realize I already watched the end of that scene. I was like, "Wait, why is it? I was like, "Why is it?" Playing the last the episode, last episode, I like looked and I'm like, is this? A-? I was like, I thought I completed season uh, the episode three. Yeah, I uh
0: I think they just do that a lot with this to because they it ends in the middle of action, so it kind of backs up a little bit just to remind you, okay, this is what's going on, and then we'll keep going. There's always mm-hmm. these kind of cliffhanger moments in the show where it ends in the middle of something, and we'll see that at the end of this episode too. But yeah, it ends with uh, tanjiro cutting through the mask. The remember that. Mm-hmm. The, the mask, the fox mask, and,
1: and Sabato smiling. is smiling,
0: and then yeah. they kind of fade away, and all of a sudden he's st- you know standing there with the boulder cut in half. I, I still don't actually know how physically that would happen, but. I guess just the I think uh, total concentration yeah. breathing <laughs> and
1: then the water the things that he starts talking about like the water formation things.
0: Well, like. yeah. So he says he won actually because he learned to detect the opening thread, and this is something we start seeing here, and we'll see this from here on out. How he picks when to do that, you know, move that final move. Almost he he takes in, <laughs> you know, the the big we see that a lot. Takes in the breath. And then all of a sudden he sees this thread and it gets really tight. Yeah. And then it shows him where he has to strike.
1: I think that's very interesting. He's like a, definitely a very special. I think that's why obviously the show's about him. He's like yeah. a very unique uh he becomes, I'm assuming, kinda like, you know, in a way, like uh like in my hero, kinda like uh Deku in a way. Like they're just like a special well, yeah. Like I guess uh Deku got
0: his power from somebody else, sure. But um but yeah, it is Tanjiro and Deku are very much the same, almost personality-wise. I Well, I would
1: yeah, say. and I'm also saying, well, I think Deku already has something special within him as well. As what sure. I'm saying is like, yeah, they already a a had kind of like heart. a special. They want
0: to help people. Thing
1: and in something in, inside of him, and someone like trained him and helped get and you know gave him the power. It's kind of like similar, well, where, but yeah, I mean, Tanjiro, it's kind of like similar where he he already had like a special sense of smell. Like he kind of was special and he didn't know he, he unlocked it by someone teaching him by someone training him. Well, yeah,
0: they say that the thread is actually, it's the scent that guides him. He's using yeah. the scent with the breathing, you know, together mm-hmm. to pick out that thread. And so that's how he's doing it. That's how he says he was able to strike the, the boulder, I guess, or, or Savito, mm-hmm. either way you look at it but it it connects, and we see it. it's a physical thread that he can almost sense, but well, we see it,
1: yeah, it's probably like it's it's probably like the the amount of force he put in, and then it was already in like kind of a maybe a weak spot on the rock.
0: well, I don't know. he just
1: got i mean, or maybe
0: he just had enough power behind what he was doing, yeah, like, remember they're like jetting around so quickly, and he just really one quick slash you know, into that, um, the opening. And uh, so I think that's part of it. But who knows? Either way, Urokodaki shows up, the old man, and he's actually surprised (laughs) that he did it. He's he's impressed. He thinks it's truly remarkable, and he's very proud. But he says that he actually didn't think he was going to do it. He had Mm -hmm. no intention of sending him to final selection, really, because he didn't want any more kids to die. Yeah,
1: because it seems like... (laughs) Every single one of his students have died. and Yeah, that's and we find sad. that out. Yeah, I think that's like so crazy. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's very
0: sad. No wonder he's kind of living on his own and not really wanting to train people because yeah. he knows where it ends up. We even find out that Sabito was one of the best and he still didn't even do it. Anyway, we'll keep going with this because he's proud of him. Um, and he's gonna just send him. He's gonna send him to final selection, and he's, hope it all feels goes something well.
1: Special with him, I think you see something just a little different. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean,
0: we've seen that something different even with him having the sister there, Nezuko. You know, he says the sister will be waiting for you. Just come back alive. Going to keep her safe through the whole time. Well, because, because... it
1: kind of drives him. He has something to drive. He has a drive for right. something. He has like a determination to turn his sister back around to turn her back into a human and kind of has something. He has something back at home, like waiting for him. He had to complete the final selection. He like had to go cause he needs to, you know, go on, on the road, go on a hunt, try to I, find. I also this feel care. like
0: he's not, maybe not avenging his family's death, but he's um, trying to make it. So not as many other people have to go through the same thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's some of that too. Anyway, there's a celebration feast or Kadaki gives him a bunch of different food. And, and after he's eating that, um, you know, he's just thinking about how this kid, you know, after today, he's going to be facing all kinds of crazy hardships, unimaginable hardships is what he says. As he's cutting his hair, we see him cut the long hair so back to normal. He asked him what he thought of the hot pot and he was very happy about it. And he kind of does a, what, some kind of object lesson in this where He's talking about how the more the demons eat, you know, there's a lot of food that you just ate, but the more the demons eat, the stronger they get. So if you're going after this, just remember that it's not going to be that easy. And even if you start taking on some demons and you think you're getting pretty good at it, there are going to be some that are much more powerful than others. Be wary and be be um, aware yeah, of that. Yeah,
1: be careful.
0: Yeah. Uh, he gives him a warding mask. One of those masks, just like we saw with Sabato and Makomo. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's supposed to keep him from harm. There's some kind of little enchantment or spell, maybe that's put on there.
1: I think it only worked this one time.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think it works against him later on in this episode, but yeah. we'll see. But he says it makes sense because it looks yeah like the other kids that he met. And as, even as he's leaving, he sa- he's like, "All right, see you later. Say hi to Sabito and Makomo." And it freaks Urakaki out yeah. and he's like. How does he know the names of the dead? <laughs> so, already they're like Orikadaki's thinking something's off. This kid knows too much or something. He's so different.
1: Mhm. Anyway,
0: he's moving to where they hold the final selection and he smells he sees actually the wisteria all around. The uh the it's like these beautiful purple flowers, right? Mhm. And he can smell them and he, he think you know, he's wondering why uh, why he's seeing them because he thought they're out of season. But well, I guess we find out more of what's going on with them. They actually, the demons don't like the smell of them. So they stay away and it helps them, I guess, guard the place where they're at. That's kind of what it is. It's, it's another way of warding off the demons, these wisteria. Tanjiro makes it to this courtyard gathering and there's a bunch of different people. It looks like a couple dozen people, right? Mm-hmm. Kids. Uh, We see it, it, you know, it kind of hits on certain faces and uh, I'll save it for later, but you can imagine that some of those people it shows will mean something later on. (laughs) That's just how it works. It's giving you a little snippets, a little, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know, preview of of things to come. But we see a couple of different faces of people that will become bigger later. Um, But yeah, that's when the twins come out and they start talking about the wisteria, the protection that it gives. But then they mentioned the test and the test is pretty simple. They just have to go beyond the shelter of the wisteria up into the mountain. There's an area where they have all these demons trapped and they have to survive out there for seven days. <laughs> I guess that's pretty cut and dry, but it, it's pretty tough. You know, I guess maybe at first, I don't think everyone who, the you know, the kids that are there even know how many demons are up there. But it seems like a lot.
1: I know, it's like so they never placed I don't think they ever placed a number on how many demons there are were. in there? No.
0: No. It's just there's like just a, a lot.
1: There's just a lot. Just so interesting how they capture them and they're they're just like withheld like they just can't go past those flowers. I just mm-hmm. think that's so Yeah, interesting. there's enough of the
0: flowers, yeah. It's kind of cool idea, but mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's basically yeah, like an arena. Just stay alive in this for seven days so Tanjiro goes into the test um I can't think of anything else but just surviving surviving the night you know he's thinking one night at a time and he wants to head east because he says that's where the sun will come up first so he's heading that way and he skids to a halt and he spills a demon he's trying to figure out where they're coming from and it's from above all of a sudden this demon like attacks and he kind of sidesteps the attack and then another one another demon comes from behind so he's getting tag-teamed by these different demons and they're not even these demons aren't even working together they're just fighting over their snack (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you know just who who gets to be the first to kill this guy and so he takes them both on and he he takes in the breath the total concentration breathing and then we we see the thread And fourth form is what he does, striking tide. So I looked this up, uh, what the different forms are. Striking tide means that the swordsman makes multiple consecutive slashes while twisting their body and sword in a flowing fashion to deliver multiple blows simultaneously. And we kind of saw that. It's like Mm -hmm. he kind of moves in one direction, like the tide, I guess slashing in different directions so he gets both heads off <laughs> he decapitates both demons as he's flying in one direction it's pretty cool but um
1: and then it burns them
0: yeah well yeah. I think once the because we, we found out that once the the heads uh, come off and they're they're cut by a enchanted sword right some some sword that that is had has the kind of metal that can do away with these demons then yeah they just turn to ash it's either that or the sunlight so he realizes he's getting better because he, <laughs> he was just able to take out two demons at the same time. But there's no time to, you know, sit around because he's still being attacked. So he's just trying to put everything he knows into action. And the, Oh, yeah. Well, here's where I guess it, it flashes back to the training. And they're talking about that they're weakest. The demons are weakest at the neck and that that normal sword. He needs a special type of steel, a Nichiren uh, sword. Anyway, mm-hmm. he smells a very strong stench. And then he, that's when he looks and he sees that huge demon, the one that you were talking about before. Yeah, the and scary demon. The scary, he's huge, so, like, lumbering like huge. Jabba the Hutt looking thing.
1: Yeah, I know. He, like, we've never seen one like this yet. Like, this, we've right. only seen, like, mostly, like, humanoid type of demons. Like, they uh-huh. look like a human. Still. Right. Still they just have, like, human-sized. You know, yeah, they still, they're still human-sized. Um, but this guy is, literally looks like a giant rock, like of it's a de- like a rock yeah. demon. Big slug.
0: Something. Yeah,
1: just a bunch of arms. Big With a arms. ton of arms. He's yeah. like thing times ten. Something like, like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then it, it starts flashing to uh, Sabito and Makomo, and they're like, "Do you think uh, Tanjiro can beat this guy?" And he's like, "Well, I mean, he did cut the boulder, <laughs> you know." Yeah. But we see that this huge demon is, one, he's chasing one guy who's really scared and freaking out, you know, doing the whole tripping thing, right? And then, mm-hmm. but he's also carrying one, another one. He's got his hands around his head and he swallows it whole. He swallows the kid whole. So it's just so scary. And we can see the demon actually starts growing again after he eats that one kid. So he's going after another and tanjiro's like kind of just stealing himself. He's like, you got to save him, got to save him, got to save him. So he runs in there, does second form. This we see the second form, which is the water wheel. And this is mm-hmm. where uh, the swordsman leaps and vertically spins forward in the air while releasing a flowing attack in a circular motion. We kind of saw that because he flipped up, he jumped up and severed through one of the arms that was going after the kid that was on the ground. Mm-hmm. So he stopped that attack. And then <laughs> and of course, that's when the demon sees Tanjiro. Sees the fox mask and then, you know, but first he wants to know what year is it? And I guess he's been stuck in this place for 47 years. And he was put there by Urokodaki when, you know, I guess it's some period almost 50 years ago. It's kind of weird to think that, you know, Urokodaki was a young man out there fighting demons and all that kind of stuff at one point. Mm -hmm. We see him later on. But at this point. Uh, this big hand, I guess demon we'll call him, is is just going on about how he's thought of nothing else but getting revenge on Orokodaki for trapping him in this place. And so what he does is he hunts down the students that have come and he can tell them by the fox mask. He says he's devoured at least 50 kids in his time that he's been there and 14, he'll he he'll have killed 14 of Orokodaki's students after he gets Tanjiro. And then he starts, not only that, he starts describing, not just describing Sabato and Makomo, but describing how he killed them. And that throws Tanjiro off. He gets emotional, especially when he starts talking about how he killed the girl. Mm. So, you know, he gets really angry and he starts lunging at, and you can see that Sabato and Makomo are like, no, don't get so worked up, stay focused. But uh, he gets thrown against a tree, the fox mask actually gets cracked and shatters, and he's out. And so the hand demon thinks that it's one more. This guy's dead. And mm-hmm. uh but what's weird is we see that as he's I don't know if he's unconscious or dreaming or just out of it for a moment, but Tanjiro gets woke up by his younger brother just saying, Who's Get up dead. Get up. Yeah, yeah. Well, but he's seeing it's almost like his spirit is reaching out to him, like, get up.
1: <laughs> that's so, why that's why I'm saying I think the mask only worked this time or something. I don't know. Maybe the mask was there to protect him, right?
0: I think it's part of a look. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it's it's just make him feel better. I don't know what it is. I I can't remember if it really comes into play that much, but it's definitely a cool looking mask. But yeah, it works against him in this regard because yeah, that hand demon is after him now and wants to kill him. (laughs) But he rolls out of the way, so he's still fighting and the hand demon keeps going after him. He's growing arms back as he's slashing them off. But Tanjiro keeps going. He sees the thread. He takes in the breath. First form, which is what is the first form? The water surface slash. Because he's running along the <laughs> he's running along the guy's arms. And he goes in for the slash, which is what the water surface slash is he generates enough momentum to create a powerful single concentrated slash. And in mm-hmm. that moment, takes the the demon's head off. And the head just goes flying. And that's how the episode ends. You just realize, and I think the demon realizes kind of a little too late that, oh my gosh, that just happened. Because I don't even know how he got in there. But he Mm -mm. sees the thread and he goes for it. It's pretty cool, actually.
1: And he just starts disintegrating.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. But we'll see that next time because we, yeah, it starts disintegrating almost immediately. But at this point, we just see the head flying off. And that's how the episode ends. (laughs) We do get a little Taisho secret. And I guess... Tanjiro tells us that the blonde boy, Zenitsu, uh, he didn't want to even enter this thing, but his master, I guess, slapped him and brought him anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I thought that was so funny. I was like, oh my gosh. Well,
0: it'll make more sense once we get to know that kid, but it's probably just a little, I don't know, preview, a little little Easter egg for later. Mm. Um, But yeah, this episode is pretty crazy and it just shows the horrific nature of these demons. One, just how crazy it looks but also the way it's you know just holding that poor kid's body by his head and eats him whole it's pretty remarkable and Mm. and a little i think this shows a little edgy i don't know i wouldn't call it horror but the demon aspect is it's a little scary (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm, yeah
0: so i like this a lot i like that we're getting more fights we got to see three distinct forms of the you know his uh what the water techniques with the whole total concentration breathing but he's taking on demons yeah. he went after two knocked out their heads in one single movement and then went on to fight and beat this huge one so uh i'm sure it's gonna keep ramping up from here and it's almost like how do
1: they top that
0: well we'll see but until then our watch has ended i've been tim
1: i've been ashley
0: all right take care <laughs>